One of the inyanim we've been learning lately from Kailal, Dachzich, is Simen Kuf Tzadikei. Tvarim HaAsurim Bizman Nidaisa, whatever nikud you want to use for that. Things that are also when she's a nida, when a wife is a nida, what we call today her chakas. Now one of the discussions, one of the nyanim in this simon, in this uh, topic is the question of what to do, what's the halacha if he's sick or she's sick. So I don't want to necessarily discuss this directly because I think that as a general topic, the inyanim, the issues involved are fairly well known, fairly worked out in, in many svarim. But I want to touch a little bit on some of the underlying ideas that come up in these discussions, which I think uh, may be of interest, uh, even in regards to other topics and other contexts. So in the Tur Yeridea, Semen Kuf so the Tur's, uh, the way he addresses the topic is, he says, my father the Rosh writes in a tshuva that if he, the husband is sick, and the wife is a nida, and there's no one else to take care of him except for, except for her, which is of course always a key detail in these discussions. So she can, she can take care of him, but she should avoid washing his face, his hands, his feet, or making the bed. Because apparently these are the types of things that are considered more suggestive perhaps than the other things. So that's, that's something you still want to avoid. So the Torah, the Rosh, they're only focusing though on a scenario, on a case, a situation where the husband is the one who's sick. Of course, she's always the one who is the Nida. So I want to focus on a very chashava, a very important source that is a very central marker on these discussions. And we'll see a number of interesting points that come up here. So the Tshuva of the Radbaz, the Radbaz and Chelek Dalet, Simon Beis, otherwise known as Simon Aleph Ayin Vav. I don't have to introduce the Radbaz every single time we mention him. So the Radbaz says, Reuven and his wife are in hiding. Doesn't have to say why. Apparently it's normal enough that people find themselves in hiding. And there's no one there, of course, to, to care for them, to help them. They're in hiding. And now she's sick, and she's in Yidah. So this time she's the one who's sick. So the Shaila was, can the husband touch her? By which we mean, can he help her lie down? Can he help her, help her get up? Can he help her take care of her needs? And let's say he has some medical knowledge. He's a reife. Can he uh, take her pulse? If uh, back then bloodletting, till uh, not that long ago, till 150 years ago, let's say, bloodletting was still a very common practice <coughs> when someone was unwell, so... If, he has expertise in that. Is that something he can do for her? And would it matter whether it's a chayli shiyesh beisakana or a chayli shayim beisakana? Does the amount of danger involved matter? So the Adbaz starts off by saying, l'chayra, it would seem that it's aser. Afilu ligabo ba'etzpaktana, even the touch of pinky. And this is in fact what the Turmas Hadashan, he says, this is what the Turmas Hadashan, Rabbi Sral writes in the Sefer Turmas Hadashan. So let's first take a look directly in the Turmas Hadashan, Simulation on Beis. And uh, among other things, there's a lot of an interesting type of, uh, obviously you could read it as a halakhic discussion, but you could also read it as a bit of a, an analysis as to the dynamics between husband and wife, as we'll see. 
So the, the Tumas Adashan has the same question, what if she's the one who's sick, and the husband wants to touch her to help her? Those types of things. Is it okay or not? The Tumas Adashan said, not even a pinky. And he says, ah, it says in Yeridea, by which he means the Torah, which was already around, and there was no Shulchan Aruch, so you didn't have to say Torah, you could just say, it says in Yeridea of the Torah, that the Rosh writes in a Tshuva, etc., etc., so it sounds like it is Mutter, as we quoted before. Right? It says, Mutaris L'Shamshoi. So he's not being Mechalak yet between who's the Chayla here. So, so Shem Sedeshan says, first of all, maybe the Rosh meant, maybe the Torah meant that L'sham Shoy, without touching, to hand him things, or any other shimush that involves another object, an, inter, an intermediary. That's number one. Then the Shem Sedeshan says, and even if you're going to argue, no, the Rosh takament, the Torah takament, lakim lashkivoy. And the reasoning for that would be, why, why is that mutter? Because it's not so affectionate, it's not chiba, like the more affectionate things like washing the face and then making the bed. That's more intimate. That's not regular service. The other stuff is mili avdus. Even a servant might do those things. We still can't derive any heter from there to here. He's ill and she's uh, healthy. It's fine. Why? Because what's the whole purpose of the Archakas? Very balabatish geret. We want to ensure that there doesn't, uh, doesn't create a situation in which things get out of hand and which things escalate between, between them. She's a nida, they have to be careful. So he says, if that's what you're keeping in mind, so lomitrachten balabatish. If he's sick and she's healthy, so he's sick. So what are you going to be concerned about? What's he, what's he capable of doing? There's no Hergel Aveda. He's, he's too weak to have a Yetzer, to be aroused. And uh, we know that in Kishel, Adas, Elder, and it's not uh, the norm when someone's that sick. I, what about her? Hergel Aveda of her. She's also getting comfortable. She's also uh, crossing some lines here. What about her? We're not concerned about her. The woman isn't the one who initiates. So she could, uh, anything could be happening in her mind, but it doesn't matter. And even if she did, she was Tevas, she did initiate, we already said that he's not up to it. There's nothing to be concerned about. But if she's sick and he's healthy, which is the case we're talking about. So that was the Rosh's case. That's why it was, we're more likely to say it's fine, even if you're going to say it means lakim or lashkiva. But in the case we're talking about now, where she's sick and he's healthy, we have a quick concern of Hargal Aveda. Maybe he's Yitzrayim uh, Gabar all of. And uh, he'll talk her into it. Aye, she's sick. No, no. Doesn't, it's not going to stop him. He doesn't, he's not concerned how she feels one way or the other. And he says, we find similar in a mission in Shabbos. So this idea of, you already see this concept of our chakas with the zav and the zava. And there's a mardchai there that says that he's not allowed to eat from what she ate. But she's allowed to eat from what he ate. He says, oh, it's the, the mardchai is alluding to the same concept. 
We only care if he's the one that's uh, getting uh, comfortable. He's the one that has the Hergalavera. If the Hergalavera doesn't affect him, it only affects her, in this case, depending who's eating from whom. So then we only care when it's him. Then he says, He doesn't say the mocker. I saw somewhere that it's the Urchis Chaim B'Shem Darajba. Also, if the woman is sick and the husband's the doctor, he's not allowed to take her pulse. So if that's what that Godel said, that he's not allowed to take her pulse. Koshi came here, because taking the pulse is not derech it's derech luminous, it's all professional. And even if that's not okay, so certainly more intimate things that are derech So the Turma Sedashin, though, is basing it on, his, uh, on the psychology of male-female interactions as to who's initiating, who's in control. There's a Gemara in Ksubis that's uh, seemingly explicitly for Kurtz. It says that well, the Gemara is discussing a stira, a case of Avelis. In the case of Avelis, they're also not supposed to be together. In one place it's Mashma that he has to stay away, he has to sleep uh, separately. And uh, elsewhere it's Mashma that uh, she can do a lot of uh, regular. Uh, you know, shimush for him. When he's the oval, you talk. I have to be more concerned. You have to keep them away. He has to sleep somewhere else. When she's the uh, the oval, the avela, then we're less concerned. She can continue doing her, her regular business. We're not concerned that anything will happen. Why? Why? If she's the oval, then we're not concerned. Because even if you, even if you scabber Yitzrael love, even if he he's uh, getting aroused, even the avelus the dohi, she's the oval. She puts her foot down. She says, "No, I'm the oval. Excuse me." No. So it sounds like from here that if anything, it's for carrots. That uh, when he's the when he's the oval, then he has to be a part. When she's the oval, she can decide yes or no. So Dr. Tumah said, "Ashen shapi yesh lechalik b'meniyah the avelus." It doesn't spell it out, but he says, if, if the avail is, it's one thing. If she's limp and inactive, then there's uh, more of a concern that she's not the one uh, deciding, and he's the one deciding. And we'll see that Baz is about to restate it in slightly other words. So if he's sick, so, another, so the kids are from the translation. If he's sick or she's sick, then it's always up to him. So if he's sick, nothing's going to happen. If she's sick, we're more concerned. If she's an oval, then it's not more it's up to her, actually. So back to the Adbaz. So the Adbaz cited this Trumas Hadashan. And he's Misakim, he's Makatsu, the Trumas Hadashan. The Trumas Hadashan introduced this chilek between Cholohu and Cholsehi. If Cholohu and Mutter, Toshash Koychoi. That fits with the Rosh. The Rosh was talking about him. But if Cholsehi, then Aser, because Shem Yitzri is Gaber, the he like him Anu, she won't stop him, Sharei Toshash Koychoi. Because she's simply too weak to stop him, to stand in his way. And I was right, the Gemara Subas fits nicely. Because in the Gemara Subas, Kivan Shehibe Kaicha, Leitishmailov, she has her strength, so she's not going to listen. So this is how the Radba started off. He started off saying, it looks like it's us. But now here the Radba returns with his own opinion. So the Radba, Lafiani is Daiti. All of this, we're saying there's a difference. Who chayla, he chayla. That's only when 
The question is whether, if there's talk and no one else around in the house, no other family members that can do anything, the child would be now whether we have to hire someone else, hire another woman to take care of her. So if Chalohu, if he's sick, so the Rosh and the Torah are saying that you don't have to hire someone to take care of him. And he wants to even be Medayik from the Lashon. He says, the Lashon is, But loy ain, there's no one there. As it happens, the word loy is not in our Rosh or Torah, but, or Torah and Trimus Adeshen, but he's Medayik from the word loy. And also, Trimus Adeshen also, he says, look at the Trimus Adeshen. Sounds like Ratzin, it's optional, he wants to. So you want to? Sorry, you have to get someone else. So if he's sick, you don't have to hire. If she's sick, you have to hire someone. Ideally, you have other people in your family. You don't have, then the question will be whether you have to hire someone or not. If they're hiding, there is no other option. There is no one you can hire. There's nothing you can do. He's just going to let her, just going to leave her to die. So I want to and focus a little bit on this concept of Darchinayim and Halacha. So, we talk about Darchinayim and the Radbaz, so we have to mention another very well-known show of the Radbaz that I actually spoke about, focused on directly uh, last year. It's a famous Shaila that originates in the Piske Halachas of the Dikanti, or the Dikanati, however you want to pronounce it. The Shaila being, if the government, the Shultan says to Yid, Either you let me cut off one of your limbs, non-life-threatening, or I'm going to kill another yid. That's from the Piskei Alachas of the Rikanti. The Piskei Alachas says, Yesh oim And the Radbaz responds to this, and he has a whole laundry list of reasons why. How can you say such a thing? How can you say he's chayev? So one of his many tainas that we went through last year is v'sud ksiv drachad archinayam, and what does that mean? Zakhtar Adbaz v'tzarech shemishpete teiraseinu yiu maskimim el haseichel v'hasvara. We need, we require that the the, the teachings of the Torah should talk seem very reasonable and logical and acceptable. And if you're telling me your your pulpul is leading you to conclusions in which Torah ends up sounding unreasonable and illogical, then that's a raya that you made a mistake somewhere in your chajmin. So now, that he says, ask yourself, you, you want to tell me that a person should allow himself to lose his eye or his arm or his leg so they shouldn't kill his friends? That's not Tarchinayam. So this is an interesting the way, especially the way that Adbaz words it there. So the question is, when does this work? How does this work? So I want to just go off a bit and focus. I talk to someone the Sat Brakovitz Ginas Viradim issue Yudchas from Ein Gimel. So there's someone there, a younger man, his name is Baruch Miller, wrote a shtickle uh, sort of going through some of the Makaitas on this topic. He starts off by being Magdir, that Bechlal, the underlying idea is, is that Torah doesn't want to cause harm, lead to harm. That's not, the, that's not supposed to be what Torah is about. And he's a quote in a moment from Marat Chayas. So he says, if we had to break down how Darchinoim is used in Alacha, there's really four categories, four ways in which you might hear Darchinoim get invoked. So number one, 
Sometimes we're not sure what the Torah meant. The Torah said something, and we could either say it means this or it means that. So if one of them is Darchinoyim, the other one is not, so we say, surely the Torah meant to go with the Darchinoyim option. Number two, sometimes Torah says that there's a certain Chiv that you might have, you're putter from this Chiv. So even if there's a reason to say later that the Chiv will return, we'll say, no, 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 it doesn't, Darchinoyim. Three, that if doing the mitzvah itself is a contradiction to the Archinoyam, if doing the mitzvah is going to cause tsar, there might be cases where we say your potter doesn't apply to you, Archinoyam. And number four, this Lashon of the Radbaz, this concept, Torah has to be maskim ala seichel ba'asavara. So it begins by quoting Marat's Chayas, Tzvir Shchayas, if I've mentioned him before, was an interesting Rav. He lived around the time of the Tzemach Tzedek in Galicia, and he was uh, a Mamutza, he was somewhere between. Uh, from and Haskalah in the sense that his farm are still pretty ungenomen in the farm stores today but at the time the Chassidim and Galicia felt that he was a little too if declared for their taste and the questions you can see the questions that he's asking the discussions the topics that he's addressing you can see that he's addressing more contemporary ways of thinking he's writing in a more contemporary way so he has many interesting Svarim one of them is called Mavaya Talmud so Mavaya Talmud Parak Tazayan he says that he's trying to come up with principles in Chazal. So he says, Chazal have an Iker Gadol, a big principle. That the Torah does not want to decree anything that directly leads to a poor outcome for an individual and certainly not for the Klal. And based on this logic, you see that Chazal established many dinim and halachas. So for example, when it comes to death penalty, and we know we're not allowed to just be light on criminals, achzorius. Um, being cruel to criminals is good for everyone else, it's good for society. And yet, when it comes to the death penalty, Chazal learned from Bahafta Larecha Kamaycha, Brar Loi Misa Yafa. And wherever Chazal, and throughout Sanhedrin, wherever Chazal have a shayla as to how the, the Misa is supposed to go, they'll invoke that we have to try to establish and ensure that it's, not, that it's kinder and gentler rather than harsher. So another example, Chazal learned Mitzara Svara, that in, in Torah you have two things that you sort of toss away things from the base of Mikdash you sort of throw out into the wild. The tzipar of the Metzayda, you chase away the bird, and the sarim ishtalayach, you throw it off a cliff. So you chase it away, you throw it off, and you walk away. There might be a shayla of me'ila, if someone finds it, would they be allowed to use it? No, but how are they going to know? It's a bird, anyone might find the bird, anyone might find the animal. Lots of animals fall off cliffs. So Chazal say, that's mutr why? Because the Torah wouldn't say that you should send something out and then that would lead to a takala. So the same idea, the Torah wants to be nice to us, the Torah wants to help us. So yeah, the Torah would uh, create a scenario in which it would surely lead to a takala. That's proof that can't be. Ratz Chayas continues, he says, Chazal had a klal gadol, that the Torah is always looking out for Yidin's money. Torah is not here to load us, to weigh us down with uh, expenses and with tirchas. So for example, when it comes to the shayfer, shayfer shall tainus, piv kasef. So the question is, what about the shayfer itself? What's, you know, is it, so there's a range, you know, it might be made out of precious metals. 
Umar says, no, 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 wouldn't, uh, wouldn't do that. Uh, also the Kalpi, the Goyer Otaka for the, the two Seidim and Yom Kippur, what's it made out of? The Gemara says, Hatayr Chasam Amenim Shal Yisrael. Or that the Kohen Gadol uses uh, one kind of Macht instead of another one, Hatayr Chasam Amenim Shal Yisrael. Not just the Mamayinam Shal Yisrael, also the Gufa Shal Yisrael, Zaych Hatayr Azach, also uh, important to the Tayr. So the example of this is when it comes to the Dalad Minim, Right? All the Dalad Minim in the Torah are not particularly clear. Their identity, their, uh, what species they are, is not particularly clear from the Torah. So when it comes to Priyat Hodar, the Marta says, maybe the Priyat Hodar is the Hirduf. What's the Hirduf? The Oleander. Abayah says, no, can't be. What, what's wrong with it? The Hirduf is a prickly, it's a prickly plant. So imagine if uh, the Priya told you had to take every sukkah was a uh, cactus or uh, something like that. It's gotta be an esrig, not a not a herduf. And the Rava says, Emesvah Shalom it's also some Amavas. Gamari Yavama says that uh, woman's husband dies, they have a son. Okay, she's not Chayev in Yibim Khalitza. She goes to get married. Now her son dies. No, so there's no shame, there's no one else shame Hamas anymore. So maybe she should be chayev in Yibim and Chalitza now. That would cause a big headache. Zak the Gemara. No, That's how the Gemara concludes what the halacha should be. So the Marat Chayev says, you see, all of these examples are emerging from this big ikr, this big yesoid that uh, the Torah is out for everyone's benefit. It's not here to make things difficult. And you have other rules. I know mitzvah chavilas chavilas. We shouldn't be loading up too many mitzvahs at a time. It makes it too much of a, of, of a masa. In mashkin shtei soitis, in orifin shtei agalas, etc. We find, uh, you know, are we cherry picking? Are we uh, being selective here in what we're choosing to represent from Chazal? Because Gemara also says, Mitzvah is lovely, honest, Nitnu. Well, you think Mitzvahs are here for your enjoyment, then I have for your enjoyment. And now she says, It's not his anig, it's loyal at Savarayan. That's, they don't get it wrong that Mitzvahs are here to be a yoke. Zakhtimaratzchayas, no, 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 no. Chazal never meant to say that the trader is just giving us random things and, oh, oh, you need something to do, let me give you random uh, terchas to run around and do. Here's a bunch of things to keep you busy. That's that's not to say there. Ebishter the Torah wouldn't be like that. Even Balichayim, Tzar Balichayim, Rachum al Kamaisov, very big Yisoid in Torah. So Lenit the Torah El Tzarif Memasabrias. There's a purpose. The Torah is supposed to be making you a better person. There's a Medrash that says Hashem said I didn't ask for carbonus from the woods, from the wilderness. Imagine if to get a carbon you had to go out to the to the to the mountains to start chasing uh, wild animals. The says no. The the, the Medrash says the animals are accessible, and that's why we saw in all these other cases where we're not sure what the halacha should be. We're always machriya, or we were machriya in all these cases. So what's the word of lovely honest That's partial the of me'il. What's the context? The context is if you do a mitzvah, 
And you also, this issue of me'ila, or maybe there's, uh, you're noiter hana, you said, I'm allowed to have hana now by doing the mitzvah, I'm going to have that hana that I said I'm allowed to have. So, Dr. Gemara, mitzvah's lovely, honest, nitno. It's not for hana saguf, you're not supposed to be enjoying mitzvah. No one ever claimed that every mitzvah will be a pleasurable and enjoyable experience. So, you can say, lovely, honest, nitno, you're doing the mitzvah. Right now, you're not enjoying what you're doing, you're just doing the mitzvah for the mitzvah. But of course, the mitzvah is still there to, for a purpose. You'll have schar, whatever the outcome is. And he ties in also mitzvah tzrichas kavana, or ain't tzrichas kavana. He says, if you say, um, if you say in Tzrichas Kavana, she so says, maybe that's Taka, maybe that's if you subscribe to the idea that uh, the Iker is that you're already doing the mitzvah. It is a shtickel oil. So the fact that you're already uh, being matriach and doing the mitzvah, no, you already accomplished what you need to accomplish. That was the Kavana. So in Tzrichas Kavana, you, you, did, you accomplished by uh, taking uh, time out of your day to do it. But if you hold that there's a purpose, Tzrichas Kavana, you have to have the purpose in mind. You have to be doing the mitzvah for the right reason. And he continues a little bit more in this vein. That's the Marat So back to this fellow who was Mesakim, how Darchinayim is used in Halacha. So we said, so, so one category says, we're not sure what the Torah meant. What's the example of that? Like we said, the Dalad Minim, the Gemara has Shilas, but other speech, other Minim of the Dalad Minim as well. And that's part of the Shakur the Gemara, the second category we said was that once you're potter from something, we're not going to make you of later. So by that he means the examples like, we said, like the Marat Chaya said, where uh, she's potter from Chalitza and then the son dies, now we're going to bring the Chiyuv back, the Chedar Chinaya. Other examples as well from Achreinim. The third category, he said, the way he was mounted, the third category is, is that the only way to do the mitzvah would cost Tsar. Quotes a Marshal. Marshal says that based on Taisus, based on, based on how this is applied in Allah, that divri Torah is supposed to be a koyob noyam, umezek it's supposed to be pleasant and fair, and it shouldn't lead uh, that one should be uh, distraught and the other one should be happy. So, so for example, uh, there's a rush, Chivas Arash says, why you not uh, be masik, why not be masik chaveira? So he says, chadar chinaya. So uh, that's why you have to respect your friend's property. And uh, you can't say, oh, I'm doing, it's my problem, doing whatever I'm doing is within my property, you know, whatever you're doing is harming someone else. Another interesting example he says is Hassan Seifer, Simon Chav Gimel. Hargasha, Hargasha by Nida, right? So he says, Lachayda, of Taras, there are two, two in Yanam and Halacha where Nida is relevant, Taras and Nisha Labayla. When it comes to Taras, you don't need Hargasha. Comes to Isha Labayal, you need Agasha. Why, 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 why do we have this distinction? So he says, And the Rambam holds that even touching Ishtainida is awesome in Atayra, even Shaloi Bidera Chiba. So a woman could become a Nida without Agasha, so she could be a Nida at any moment. So either he's going to touch her and then he'll find out that she was a Nida and then he'll feel bad. Or he's going to stop touching his wife ever, because at any moment she could be a nida. It's disastrous. So Yifrish Mimana Bukhalais. So the Torah added Hargasha, Drachad Archinaya. And now, okay, if she has Hargasha, you know there's a problem. If there's no Hargasha, you assume things are fine. Another example he finds of this is the Meshachach. The Meshachach says, Why are men Mitzuva, Piravirivia, and women are not? So he says, 
For a man, the uh, investment of a man is minimal. A woman is a tremendous risk to her health, her body. As we've been discussing at great length, the potential dangers a woman might uh, find herself in. So it's not fair to come to a woman and tell her, Pruravu, you're mechuyev to do this. It's a woman's choice, ultimately, generally, whether she wants to become pregnant or not. And a woman, if she wanted never to give birth, she'd be allowed to drink something that would prevent her from conceiving. I, uh, how, how's, how's the society going to work like that? So on the other hand, the Torah, the Abish there, uh, sort of implanted biologically that a woman has a desire to be a mother. A woman has a desire to have children. So the danger is offset by the woman's motherly instincts to want to have children. Like we see, Rachel said, "Havli banim v'mayin meisa anaychi." So the Eibusher can do that. The Eibusher can can put that biological drive, but the Eibusher is not going to come and force women to bear children. And he says it stems nicely that the Rav Yosef says in Perek Abal that how do we know that women are not mitzvahs in Peter Vidivia? Because it says, with Yaakov, Ani Kel Shindal Yod, Prey Urvei. Prey Urvei was Lashin Rabbim. Prey Urvei is Lashin Yachad. He only addressed it to Yaakov. Prey Urvei, not Prey Urvei. So we see the women are not, we're not Mechayev. It's Mashenke with Adam and Chava. Adam and Chava does say Prey Urvei. Why does it say Prey Urvei with Adam and Chava? Because Adam and Chava is Kaidem Achat. Kaidem Achat, she wasn't Batsar Teldi Banim. Bearing children would be effortless. So you could say pruravu, you can have children. But once the chet happened, and now it's with Sarah Teldi Banim, and Rav Pamit Sakana, and we say that the woman swears she'll never be with her husband again, and that's why you have to bring a carbon after a nidah, etc., etc. That's why it's pruravu. It says pruravu, but it says earlier, Noyach vs. Banov. So Pruravu Lashanabim is only to Noyach and Banov. It doesn't mention the women. So the Pruravu plural is only to the men and not to the women. Very, very cute. The fourth category is this Lashan of the Advaz. Even if you don't have the other three reasons, but just Seichel alone tells you that something's wrong here, this outcome doesn't seem right. We'll find in Torah that we say that Taka, it's not true, it's not the case. She brings the Radbaz from cutting off a limb, what the Radbaz says, not maskim al al asvara. Brings from Kitzur Piskeinida, the Rosh says, why is, there, why is there Taka no Yichud, why is there no Yisra Yichud between a husband and his wife who's in Nida? Zakta Rosh, that the reason is that. Uh, for this reason, how are you going to avoid, uh, what kind of outcome are you suggesting, what are you proposing? And then he brings the Sarabbas that we're talking about, the, where the Ishta is in need of a Chayla. And Mestame, one could separately go into, uh, go through all the Rebbe's, Sichas uh, and Igres, etc., and see how the Rebbe uses the term Darchinayam often in a less halachic sense but more as a, a tone that you know, how one should conduct oneself and present oneself but Mestam also in halachic context as well to some extent but that's for uh, a different time I'll just point out that recently Rav Shukha gave a shir about the Tzemach Tzedek about the sugar and the blood so if you look at the Shuvah 
So the Tzemach Tzedek on his own says that yes, there's blood in every sugar, no matter where, you know, that time in, in the Russian Empire, every, every sugar has blood in the process. Elamai, you're going to have to say that the, the dam is bottle. Ah, you're going to tell me, he says, what's... If every, if every sugar has the same problem anyway, so what's the, I'm going to tell you not to do it yourself, but buy the other sugar. The other sugar also has it. The guy did it. The guy was a vatalist of the chatechila. So, what's the difference? Might as well do it yourself. That's what the Tzemach Tzedek says. So you see the Tzemach Tzedek also using this, uh, this svara on his own. Getting back to the Radbaz, so the Radba, we left off, the Radbaz said that it can't be with letter, just die. Come to Radbaz, in fact, maybe, maybe uh, there is a mocker, there is a site to say we should uh, allow someone to die rather than cross these lines. It says, L'chair, it's an erva. And L'chair, when it comes to even Avizrayah, Darayas, we say, Yomus, Yoharek Valyavar. Where do we see this? From Ahu Dehela Libaytina. So this is the Gemara, fairly well known Gemara, I think, in Sanhedrin. He was obsessed, preoccupied with a particular woman, and she says, Tina literally means that Epis is, his heart uh, physically was, uh, was messed up. He asked the doctors, the doctor said, the only uh, solution to help him, only cure is to give him what he wants. Let him die. What if uh, it's not Tiboyal? What if she just presents herself? What if it's just a conversation through the fence? Agmar goes on. We don't have time to mention all the Pratim. So, and this is cited by the Beis Yosef in Yeridea, Simon Kufnan Zayin, and the Simon of Yoharek Valyaver. Alluded to a little bit in the Shulchan Aruch as well. So maybe This person wants an Aveda and that and that desire made him sick. Yamos. Here, two unrelated things. She happens to be sick. And now if he will break this in, he can help her. And this is also an interesting word, there's what one can elaborate on. It ties in a bit to what I discussed in the past about compensation for Agmas Nefesh, that some explain that Agmas Nefesh is subjective. It's not, it's not, a, phys- it's not a, a physical uh, given that one will react in that way, and if if it's up to you, if it's really subjective, then it's up to you. Then it's your problem. You have to help yourself. It doesn't uh, not mechay of others. So this is similar in that way. Whereas his problem that he wants is avera. The question is how far, how much do we use this idea? But the obvious question would be: What if hella libaytina for other avedas, for other yisurim? And uh, today you have these mental health questions where someone's mental health is so uh, disturbed that uh, we have to allow them to be Mechal Shabbos for their, uh, for their well-being. So, would we be mad to that or not? On the one hand, you could be Medayak that these Mechaitis seem to only be talking about Arayas, Mashma, that anything else, even if Halali Betina might be okay. But all the Mechaitis like these where they explain that it's his fault, it's his problem. 
So maybe there is room to apply it to other Averis. I'm still looking, I'm still interested if anyone happens to come across any explicit discussions of this topic, I'd be very happy to hear. Also with Arias itself, we can tie it into something we discussed recently about the Novi, who gives a tzivoy, who says, be over in Gilead Arias. Especially in, in more normal cases where we see the Tayalis, right? So we discussed Lamash the Shaila and Achrainim. If a woman sees that people's lives are in danger, if she can be mafka herself to save them, and if she does, is that considered an Ainus, Lagabi, her husband, or not? So the Kli Chemdas Mitzayan to the Shut Beis Yaakov from the Tufts. And he says, Gili Arayas is Mutulat Sayyidah Hatzalas Yisrael. I, what about this Gemara Halalibaytina? That's Gorem Batsma. It's his fault, it's his problem. But if that's not how the scenario arose, then you can even be matzal through uh, Be'ila. And this turns into a discussion in Achreinim about where some Mechlal was irresponsible, and now they're in a Sakana, could you be Mechal Shabbos for them or not? How far are we willing to go with the idea that Goram La'atzmai? Okay, you have to be Mechatzer here. Uh, there's something else I wanted to mention, I guess we won't get into that right now. Back to the Radbas, the Radbas fears voice that even Sakana, I think it's fine. And such a chashash rachik that he'll actually end up being bala. Uh, number one, if she's that sick, he has to help her stand up and lie down. Even if there's no Sakana, I ain't no the misavala. Why would someone be misava to that? Number two, uh, she's, she's unwell, she'll say no so maybe he disagrees a little bit with the Truma Sadashim she could say no, Dafk if she's sick and he's not going to force himself number three, even in the Goyim especially back then, avoided a Nida so certainly a Yid would also if she's Nida, why would a Yid talk I mean it's a caution, all there are I guess but he's willing to use that here and number four again Ein even if it's not a Sakana come on, you're not going to help her stand up and lie down, that will lead to a Sakana and he goes on in this vein. So just to furious the halacha, because we have been discussing this halacha. So you look in the Piskei Din, Piskei Dinim, printed in the Semach Tzadak. So the way he writes it is, first of all, the Mechaber writes, Aser, if she's Chayla, the Ramah says, Yesh Eimrim, that if it's necessary, then fine. The Piskei Dinim in the Semach Tzadak says, Aser le'ligaba, batam, Loshon the Tumas Adashan. When he's sick, any Tumas is gabber all of. But lahapech maybe yeah. Yesh Aimrim. The Emein Lamishi Hashemshan Amutter. V'Cheinogum Tzricha Harba Lekach. Then he gets into these discussions about what if he's a doctor? What if he wants to feel her pulse? And Vaiter also in Tarak Halacha Halacha Lamaisa. Kshereisha Chayla. So this is in Perak Arba Aser and Chelik Aleph. So. Ideally, generally, it's us for the husband to do anything. He, have to, he has to hire someone to take care of her, even if it's a fairly high price. And he's Mitzayim to the Radbaz. Because even the Radbaz essentially acknowledged that in the beginning. The Radbaz was talking about uh, people in hiding. But if, even for a lot of money, it's not possible. So if she really, really needs it, and like the Ramah says, and Tzricha Harbelekach, so then you're allowed, he's allowed to do anything that will help her feel better, whether to heal her or at least that she should feel a little better. Um, some say only if it's a sakana, that's a term of sadashan. But of course, he's madgish if she suddenly collapses. He says, don't start uh, sitting there and thinking, hmm, yesh lachker, is it a sakana, is nishta sakana, have a chenim sheyisham if maybe also you have to use a little seichel and if you don't see anyone right there of course help her first and ask questions later Shabbos